Welcome to the UK Fantasy Football Show, Goal's weekly podcast that discusses many a football fans' favourite pastime. We'll be reacting to the results of Game Week 14, talking about the managerial merry-go-round, and revealing our teams for Game Week 15, which for this week is a midweek match. I think it's the first midweek one we've had so far, isn't it? Of the yeah, game week. The full slot, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so lots of exciting times for the UK uh, listeners who listen to this podcast. They'll be able to watch it on Amazon for the first time. Bit something different for uh, yeah. UK Ooh. football fans. Everything on Amazon. Um, we've been having a look back at game week fourteen, so the one that's just gone at the weekend. I think it's safe to say we all did okay without doing spectacular. Um, Dave, just, you were just slagging off your team before we started. You're still sick of your team. Yeah, it's, it's in a. There's a bit of an identity crisis going on with my team, but it's uh, again, it's another what was it? Average points, fifty-one this week, wasn't it? And I got forty-five. You're below. So I always I'm below. 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 This is the first time in a while I've been below average. Um, but you, your team there doesn't look too bad. I mean, Delafeo is still a horrific <laughs> choice, and that will haunt you. Um, I blame Flores for that, and uh, I asked Watford to get rid of him just so Delafeo could shine. Uh, As yeah, his time is now running out, if I'm going to make those four points off you, yeah, <laughs> what does he need? Twelve points? Yeah. Did we say so? I'm a he's got two. <laughs> <laughs> Can I triple captain him? I'm a bit confused by these teams, right? So we're looking at the uh, uh, at the website now. Campwell is your third sub. He's got eight points, right? Mm. Why has he not come into your team? That's what I thought. Did Rico? Rico played. It's, oh. No, he didn't play. He, he says did. zero he's minutes. Not. He did play. Oh, points. I'm looking at the wrong column. See, there you go. All this time. He's got 28. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that explains that then. So, oh, that's unfortunate. I thought yeah, Campbell was going to come in for you. It was. I did think Rico hadn't played, though, because I just saw he had zero points. Yeah. Uh, but then I didn't question the system because I thought it's probably right and I'm wrong. Well, I'm just used to Rico getting you like five or six points every week. Mm. Every time I look at Rico, he's chugging away. Yeah, yeah. For a little but while, he was your star player. Cantwell's all right, actually, and obviously Pookie scored. He did, so yeah. there's a lot of people asking, is it time to get back on that? But Nope, the Pookie hype chain. Yeah. He, I mean, I've got Delafeu up front, haven't I? So uh, <laughs> 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 I could swap him out, I suppose, for uh, Pookie. But. Who do we think is the most transferred in player this game week? Uh, Deli Ali. It is. Nailed it first time. 126,000 so far, which is like not even 24 hours this game week so far. So... Plenty of people flooding towards him. Raul Jimenez. How many smart Watson. Alex brought him in the previous week? I can't give you a, a... In fact, I can give you an you exact... you put yourself total. in that category. Um, well, I, mean, I got him in last week. Mm. So 100, 121,000 smart Alex. Boom. Going to count yourself among those. 100%, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah he, he, he was destined to, uh, to blossom under Mourinho. It wasn't destined, perhaps, but it's maybe a bit strong, but... Uh, yeah. He's got scored two two the uh, previous two matches, and then you, you, you heart back to that that not last season because he was rubbish and he was injured a lot. But the season before, I think he scored eighteen, set up ten. That's big numbers. Yeah. Um, so if he's going to be played uh, and he seems to be enjoying it under Mu, then all aboard the Ali train. See, I feel a little bit different. I think you're right talking about Ali, and it seems like he's going to be somebody who, if you fancy a bit more of a cheap midfield, is a good option. I'm much more attracted by Sun, though. I think I'm going to put Sun in this week. Yeah, I, I, I'd him. have loved to have got both of them in, but I couldn't quite afford Son at the time. Um, well, I, I'm going to make the big decision to drop Mane, I think. Are you? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Which, considering uh, he's had a really good season so far, but I just think it's two million in the bag. 
I get Son, who I really, really, really want heading into this Christmas period. I think he's going to do really well. Um, and then I've got two million to play with in a future week. I'm going to make two transfers this week because I have transfers carried over um, from previous weeks. My other one, I'm skipping ahead here. My other one is throwing in the West Ham goalkeeper, who's four million. He's um, David Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who had a good game at the weekend. I don't know if he had a good game, but the that last minute clip of him celebrating and crying right. on the pitch. I bloody love sport. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. You, you see him going you, to the stand afterwards yeah, and giving. You don't get home. that with like going to the museum or doing a painting, <laughs> do you? That's what sport does. Yeah. So he's still four million. I thought he might have gone up in price because people realised shit. A four million goalkeeper is actually playing football, which rarely ever happens. You always just throw in sticker like and burger, whatever his name is, and or a button. A button, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's West Ham, though, isn't it? I know. It is. You can't. I think I they mean, just fluked it this but, week. But so who've they, got, like, who've they got up next? Well, have they got some favourable fixtures? They do. I think they don't have bad fixtures. They Arsenal, don't have great fixtures. Arsenal, is it? Yeah, they've got Arsenal coming up. Wolves, but I mean, Arsenal is shit. Wolves, Arsenal. Arsenal away, I'd like to point out. So, complete write-off of a match for Arsenal. Um, they do have an empty game week coming up. But the thing they've is... They've got Southampton. Yeah, Southampton afterwards. Liverpool, 21st of December. Game no, it's called so. off. All oh, right. Yeah. Oh, is that but, because of the... Right. Yeah. I, I think Martin had his moment and that is his career highlight but he's he's worse than Roberto <laughs> yeah Can that's I just why say, he's not played I thought forever. he was like I thought he was a, um, like an academy product or something like I, when I saw him I like, genuinely had no idea who he was and I, was, I thought he would who is he like Benjamin Button or something he looked about 18 years old and I was like looking it, at him no, I was like doesn't. didn't you think <laughs> no <laughs> uh, might have just been me then <laughs> I generally thought that's why he was running off and like, you know, hugging his I'm all dad for romanticising the moment, but no. <laughs> yeah. he, I thought it was like his first game for West Ham, you know, it was like... A, it was. Oh, it was his first game yeah, for West Ham, but yeah. But as a, as, a, as a young player, instead of being a veteran who'd been around the block and been at every club, so... 33 years old. Yeah, well, 33. 33 is still young, hey, look, isn't he it? He looks good for a 33-year-old, don't you think? He does. Doesn't he look looks, like an 18-year-old. quite old, young. He <laughs> doesn't look like a player that's at the end of his career, like, like Rob Green, for instance, who, you know... Yeah, that's true. You can see the stress... He is a very young-looking 33-year-old. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. That is youthful. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Either way, great <laughs> moment. Terrible choice for fantasy. Uh, so I'm going to throw him in for a, a cheeky three weeks or so. Pope's got some terrible fixtures coming up, does my number one goalkeeper. So I need I need someone in there to compensate. Burnley aren't having a great run either. No, they're not, are they? No. Downturned a little bit from their decent form. Um, but overall, I'm actually quite happy with my team at the moment. It's helped that I had that great week where I flew over Dave, mm. left him for dust. And uh, in the last couple of weeks while I've been off on annual leave, it's, I've been chugging along all right. I was saying earlier on that um, before the show that my choice of captain this week was an accidental choice, but it turned out very nicely for me with Alexander Arnold racking up double points, cheeky two assists, oh. 20 points for him, which is all right. I would not have chosen him as my captain this week. Like, did you both go for Marnie as your captains? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have done the and same when I was thing. checking your team on Saturday, I was like, "Who's he? Who's he transferred in? What's he?" I was like, "Alexander Arnold, you crafty bastard! <laughs> <laughs> How have you done that?" Um, and then yeah, you dropped two assists, and it was beautiful. Happy to you, mate. Yeah, that was, worked out Fortune quite nicely. Favors the brave. It does, yeah. Or the unprepared. <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall, I'm, I'm quite happy with how my team's struggling along. I'm now, I think, ten points behind you. Yeah. I think I think Ooh, you're, you're doing me this week. Um, you've not got a chance, mate. But I think Miles. <laughs> I think Miles will. Uh, I would be happy for Miles to catch you. It'd be so sweet. It'd so would I. I for me. You know, I've I've been top for so long that 
I, I'm perfectly happy to share it about it's Christmas, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a lot of change over the next, what, two months, because there's a lot of game weeks. Over Christmas, there's a lot happening. There's, you know, I think back to what, four weeks ago, I was I was gone. I was nowhere near. Yeah, and you've, you've done remarkable. Uh, yeah. Um, I uh, think I can make it back. But yeah, you know, I'll let someone have, uh, someone else have a little go at the top. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for our listeners, Sam is on 775 points. I'm on 765 points. Dave is on 718 points. You cracked the 700 mark, mate. Welcome to the 700 club. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to be here. To In, be fair, we're all doing all right, though. 700's um, we're not pretty, pretty respectable, ourselves. isn't it? Whereabouts are you in the world now, Dave? Where am I in the world? Good question. Uh, overall, 1,700. That's that one, isn't it? Yeah. 722,000. Mm, yeah. yeah, that shit. Come on. <laughs> look at this, though. Look at this. not something to be proud Friday of. Friday night football, top of that league. There's <laughs> <laughs> only me in it, but... Uh, looking at our UK Fantasy Football Show League, which all our listeners can join by typing in the code NHC4WZ, our top point scorer so far, 880 points he's on, is Graham Wilshaw. The Shola system, I like that name, a little <laughs> bit of a pun, and also includes Shola Amiobi's name. So he's got just got seven, uh, 63 points, 880 so far. That is quite impressive. In, we're talking about where you are in the world, 1.7 million. Mm. Graham... Looking at this quick scrolling down this page here, he's 1,900th in the entire oh, world. That's tidy, isn't it? Yeah, so someone in our league is doing very, very well globally. So fair play, Graham. You're doing great. We just need to try and catch up to that sort of amount. We're quite a way off there. Got our own little league going on. Right, then moving on then to the managerial changes that have happened in the last couple of weeks. Since... Uh, we took a little break, a couple of weeks off, I think. Was it? Yeah, a week off. Um, there's actually been quite a few changes. The big one, I guess, being, well, two big ones, I suppose. But Pochettino going, which I certainly wouldn't have predicted um, if you'd asked me this a couple of weeks ago. Pochettino has been ruthlessly cut. Jose Mourinho has come in. What are our hot takes on this managerial change? It's, it's exactly what Tottenham needed. You know, Poch had lost the dressing room. He, I think he peaked with his final uh, in the, the Champions League final and it, it wasn't there. Uh, so get rid, get Jose in um, and he appears to be loving it. Yeah, I think I expect the Belgians, the two centre-halves, will re-sign, which they would have zero intention of doing under Pochettino. Brilliant. Uh, go for it. They're the scoring, which you know is, is quite a... A bit of a change for Mourinho. He's obviously changed as well because he's got a new backroom team in. He's nicked uh, a few of the coaches from Lille, so he's reinvigorated himself. Uh, I'm, I think they will finish. I've already said United are going to finish third, so I think they will finish fourth. <laughs> but I th- I th- they will easily make the Champions League. Uh, I think they will... Yeah. Uh, I reckon they'll make quarters of the actual Champions League. I think they'll do well in the Champions League in Mourinho. I don't think they'll get top four, though. Um, I think the the what Man City, Liverpool, Leicester are all better than Spurs. They've got the advantage already at this point. Chelsea, I still think they didn't have a great result at the weekend, at losing to West Ham, but I still think that they they will topple Tottenham for that fourth spot. But he, he, he's definitely what they need at the moment. I agree with you there. I think the thing with Mourinho is always the well beyond that first two years. Oh yeah, it'll blow up in a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely know that. But I think you know to. Losing Poch is a big change for them. He's been around for, what is it, five, five and a half years? Yeah. And he's done a remarkable job. I think if you're going to make a change, 
yeah, Jose is arguably the biggest, you know, the, the yin yin to Pochettino's yang. So give yeah. it a whirl. See yeah, what almost happens. matches where the club's been at, you know, with the move to the new stadium and everything. They've elevated yeah, themselves up. New so stadium. They need to stop talking about that. Above why? That's all they talk about. Always got a cheese room. Brilliant. <laughs> Some of it like jealous, isn't it? Like uh, just have, have Tottenham taken Man United's place at the top table, do you think? They've got uh they've got a big name manager now. They've got a huge stadium, excellent facilities, um, great social media team. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it's I think it's right. it's quite a nice fit. Uh I think initially we're all quite into Mourinho, aren't we, when he when he gets a new job. I almost feel like he gets a bit bored of himself sometimes, a bit further down the line, like a year down the line, and he starts to wind himself up a bit. Yeah. He's a bit frustrated with everything he's and the questions bit, he's getting asked. He's tried to rebrand himself. So I haven't fallen for this rebrand at all. Like no. this whole, I've got my new team and I'm a changed man. No, you're not. Back six months from now, you'll be a miserable fucker. People don't change. It will, I think a lot of it will depend on the transfer windows, the, this January one and the summer one, because he was booting off at United that he wasn't being able to uh, he wasn't able to purchase the players that he wanted that the money wasn't there that because you know, apparently he wanted Maguire a year earlier that he was being uh, Woodward was getting in the way Levy has not spent very much for Tottenham at all recently uh, I think it would be more of the same so I'd just like be interested to see how he reacts to that yeah Paulie I, is the I, answer. Paulie is definitely the answer yeah so. that's part of the fun yeah well I like I like Mourinho being involved in football you know, an awful lot because from a content creator's perspective and people who work for football websites, he's great. You know, he's, he's always got a good quote. He's uh, always coming out with stuff. He's always got talking points. You love him or hate him. You've got an opinion about Mourinho, don't you? Always, you you yeah. want to see what he's got to say. And I think he's, he's while maybe not good for the sport is probably the, the wrong thing. He's certainly good for news websites like Goal. Yeah, absolutely. So I've got no complaints with him coming back. I just don't see it ending well. No, no Mourinho managerial term ever ends well, but um, for them this season, it, you know, it's already clearly having a positive impact. And Pochettino, like, it's, it reminded me a bit of the situation with Leicester, actually. I was when, just about to say, getting rid of Ranieri. Yeah. Well, you know, Ranieri had a brilliant season, won them the league. But if you've lost the dressing room, you've lost the dressing room. And th- it, if anything, it felt like they already gave Pochettino some time there. Like, because it's been clear he's lost the dressing room for a while. But they gave him a couple of months or a few weeks and it's just not improved. And you know, I think once you get to that point, there's just no coming back and you may as well just write, cut a cord, start again. And that's what they've done. Yeah. Would you take him at United though? Pochettino. Phew, I think I say Mourinho. I was like, no. <laughs> um, TBC. I think I'd re- ask me that again on the next one after we've, Man United have played Spurs and yeah. then City. Um, I think, Ole, it's not looking great, but you beat Spurs, theoretically we're back in fifth. Lose to Spurs, lose to City, were 16th. So a lot hinges on this game on Wednesday. Then. Hugely so, yeah. United uh, at home, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. So I think if you can... And it, it is annoyingly the, the kind of match that United will up themselves for. You know, They won't be able to beat Villa, won't be able to beat you know, Watford. But then they play one of the top six teams and they come away with a result. Um, it, was, it was Liverpool you played at home. Yeah. Got beat result. Leicester, beat Chelsea, um, lost to Palace. So... That's just what they're like at the moment. So I could easily see them scroking it 2-1 or getting battered 4-0. And I, I think Oli is uh, good for the club. But I think uh, the uh, the Sunday match just gone. So they don't really look that coached. No. And that's what, that's what he's there for. Do you know what they look like? A Mike Phelan coach team. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the contrast of what, what Leicester have done versus what uh, Man United have done is, you know, night and day. Rodgers come in with a plan. He's executed the plan with a good team. You know, Man United, I don't rate their team overall, their squad, but still they are better than that team is currently doing. Like, yeah, big they time. Sh- they should be doing better. So, Well, like Leicester, the difference at Leicester is they have like young players who are just, you know, they come in and listen to the manager, don't they? And they're, they're easily adapted to that kind of regime, if you like, as soon as they come in. So I, I, I suppose it's the, the, the difficulty, I think, at United is because they've, they've, they've got players who've been there a while as well. And yeah. it's... It's very much like transitional, isn't it? Leicester Ish. was almost set up a little bit for Rodgers. It's it's nice that I, I wonder if Pochettino came in at United. It, he's almost got the same problems that Ollie's got at the moment. Oh, absolutely. I think there's, there's. I think my my I've decided for this week at least that you sh- we should give Ollie the uh, rest of this year and uh, up to the end of next uh, up to the end of the season. Yeah. And then he's got a couple of transfer windows. He's got rid of even more deadwood. And hopefully, bought well three more centre midfielders in January would be nice, uh, and see if he can do something. If he can't, he can't. But that would mean I think they lose out on Pochettino. I I wouldn't be massively surprised if Solskjaer's gone this time next week. Yeah, or at least on the brink because I can't see you winning. Um, I could maybe see you getting a draw against Spurs, but I still think Mourinho's got the edge there with Spurs and City. You're way to City, aren't you? So. Yeah, that's not going to end well. No. Uh, so, uh, I, yeah, I could easily, easily see it like that. I think, I, I think, I know people always go, oh, since he's become permanent manager and look at his two records of being uh, the caretaker versus the permanent, I think you should just lump them all in together, really, because he was the manager. But from his taking over permanently, he's got 10 less points in as many games as Emery's got. Um, so, he's not doing a good enough job. No. And we just touched there on Emery, who uh, I think it's safe to say has been on the brink for a little while. Unlike Pochettino, where he was doing badly and, you know, Pochettino had those years of experience and sort of goodwill that built up at Spurs. Emery just never had that. The Arsenal fans have clearly turned on him. I think it was inevitable, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Charles Watts, our, Chel- uh, our Arsenal correspondent, has been banging the Emery out drum for you know, a couple of months now because, you know, he watches them week in, week out. Um, speaks to a lot of people and he said it, it's just it's not there every element of it the team selection the tactics the seemingly lack of cohesion with everything um, it had to be done they've done the right they've done the right thing whether Lundberg is the right guy to see them through because I think the, one of the reasons they delayed uh, getting rid of Emery a little bit was because they had no successor in mind and then it got that bad. I think that's a lot of re- that's the reason a lot of managers stay in the job because they don't really have a contingency in place. Yeah. So if you if you know say Lundberg's, you know, got it till the end of the season, yeah. theoretically, is he going to be great? I know he's got all his coaching badges, well done. But you know, he could just be the the Arsenal Ole, the yeah. Arsenal, if you will. I, I honestly think the worst <laughs> thing for Arsenal that could possibly happen right now is Lundberg going on a winning streak and then get that job full time and then they're going to be back to the Ole situation with Man United. I think just let him steady the ship a little bit, maybe get fans on side a bit. Hopefully, they don't just lose all the games. But they need a you know a manager with experience at the top level who will hopefully help to you know certainly I wouldn't say a Mourinho because I don't think Mourinho would have been a fit for that, but someone who can come in, make an impact, build on, and hopefully. Do better than Emery. Yeah, if you want a hot take, Go on, by hot. 10 days' time, Brendan Rodgers will be Man United manager. 
Man United manager. So obviously he was, you know, he was lifting his skirt, flashing his knickers at the weekend, <laughs> saying, "Oh, you know, I've got a buyout in my contract." Um, everyone just assumed that was for Arsenal. I'm just saying. <laughs> There's the curveball. I mean, United do like to go in for other people's targets. Usually, it's players. Well, it's usually Man City's targets. Yeah, usually Man City's targets, but yeah, maybe. And sorry, Arno sat there going, oh, just pretend we're in for him this week, lads. And then Woodward comes along going, we'll have 50 million on him. Yeah. I mean, maybe. That'd be all right, though. I, I think that's a better option than Pochettino, actually. I don't know why. I just For me, it just feels a bit more... I could kind of see that working at United. Yeah. Rogers. I could see it. And Rogers, Rogers, you can tell Rogers has got that ego where he just dying, he's just dying for an Arsenal or a Man United. And then he can go, oh, yeah, oh it would be media heaven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'd have to get a, a new, oh, just like the picture in his house and <laughs> the envelopes. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, he'd be there. First day of training. One of you boys is going to let me down yeah. before the end of the season. Yeah, I've got it in this envelope. Well, all like, yeah, you've done this before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why don't you just tell us now, Brendan, so we can work on finding a way about not letting you down. Yeah, but to be fair, he's he's done a great job at Leicester, hasn't he? And I mean, I why not? I don't. Like, if I was him, I think Arsenal wouldn't appeal to me at all. Like, if yeah. I would just prefer to stick at Leicester, I think Leicester have got a better team than them anyway. But Man United, I mean, it's Man United, and yeah, Man United do, do have do young do players though. Now you know they yeah, do. They have, do. Um, there's a lot that can be molded there. And it was like I was saying to you, you know, when you were like, oh, what, like, Ole shouldn't be making that much, doesn't need to make that much of a difference. And yeah, we were kind of arguing the case that managers can lift a group of players, you know, because I think you're at a stage where you're, it's just the player's fault. Am I right, really? No. You were, it. He was, wasn't he? He was kind of like a bit like, oh, it's, it, this is, it's the group of players. You can't really do much more with them. This is the team. This I is the United team. They're performing at the their level. Are not good enough as a collective like when you've got fred and Pereira in midfield you know that's not the dynamic brazilian duo everyone dreams about is it <laughs> um no but they can be elevated by some decent decent coaching yeah absolutely you know uh, a club structure that is built towards progression and success on the pitch mm. you know i think brandon williams coming into left backs looks smart um you know shaw has been off just full of chocolate i don't know <laughs> When he's when he'll busted be his advent yeah, calendar yeah. open. Just picture like a soul shock coming into the canteen <laughs> and sure sat there with his mouth full of go, Luke. Have you, have Spit you, it out. Have you, have you eaten all twenty four days already? <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think that that's that, that's good. McTominay's great. Rashford, James, uh, Wan-Bissaka, he's good at tackling. Terrible at attacking. Uh, yeah. Maguire looks all right. Twanzebe, get him in next to him. So the Lindelof. I see Maguire starting to get on social, at least. He's starting to get some of that kind of Phil Jones treatment a bit, where people just single him out. Oh, I can't believe we paid 80 million for this guy. And Yeah. Which is, at Leicester, he was never seen in that way, was he? I'm happy at that, though. Because I'll get something right for the season. So I predicted for the season that Maguire would be the flop of the season. Yeah, I've had him in my team for about four or five weeks <laughs> now. And each time I go to sub him out, I'm like, well, isn't he supposed to score loads of headers from corners? <laughs> I was like, he's got to score one before this half the fucking year is done. You know what really puts me out is like football teams that can't take a corner. You know, like this is one of the set pieces. They must practice in training. 
You know, and it happens with my my team, Huddersfield. We've got a guy who comes over, takes a corner, and it goes out the other side, and he might do it three times in a match. You're a professional footballer, for God's sake. Yeah, just, just put it in the box. An hour out of like the three days you have to work a yeah. day, just try to kick it from a standing <laughs> position, controlled conditions, from a static position to make it land on another bit. Yep. You know, oh, an hour no. a day. How hard can how hard can it be? I was how thinking at the weekend though, how annoying it'd be trying to mark Van Dyke for a corner. Or just being in that box, not even the person marking because you just know it's going to get on his head and he's going to direct it off his head into the back of the net. Yeah, and you're looking over and you think, oh, Trent's taking the corner as well, so you know it's going to be a decent delivery. It's, it's day, not yeah. even like hard to predict. You know what's going to happen. He's going to whip it in. Van Dijk's going to head it. And yeah, it just work, comes off yeah. time and time again. It, like, well, what I thought was Rashford's goal, but he still managed to miss it. And luckily, <laughs> Heaton came to the rescue. I'm, I've been, I, just, I despise short corners. Nothing good ever comes from them. But the one they did yesterday was... It was actually really good. And um, Pereira's cross was absolutely scintillating. Uh, but I'm, I, as he took it, I was like, well, why have we not taken all your other corners like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was brilliant, mate. And that was moving. That was I love moving. it when the crowd groan when it goes to a short corner. Oh, put it in the box. <laughs> oh. Before it, anything's even happened. I'm probably one of them, though, as well. Just, well I, but then I, I realised you can't put it in the box either. I, so. I did read a, a book about like some tactical tomfoolery. And they were saying how... Uh, I think it was Mourinho said it was in England. He always found it really weird how fans cheered when they got a corner. Like the chances of scoring from a corner is like two <laughs> percent, yeah. but just we're just hardwired into oh we've got a chance here, we've got a chance here. But yeah, you should just try and shoot from a corner. Don't just bother trying to cross it. Yeah, just try and shoot. Unless you I once saw Chris, I once saw Chris Waddle do that. Scored straight from a corner against Huddersfield for Bradford City. Yeah, straight in from the corner. It was always a Peter amazing. Be- Peter Big was special before going back to the eighties uh, and nineties. Yeah, scored a couple. So a hell of a technique to be able to do that. Um, I'm just looking at the other manager that got sacked while we were uh, not recording, oh, yeah. which is Kike Sanchez Flores. Uh, Watford rock bottom of the Premier League. Go on, Watford. So they are really propping it up. Eight points so far. After 14 games, one win. It's not looking good. Eight points after 14. Is that Watford or Delafeu? <laughs> <laughs> both. Both have managed that. Uh, they are six points adrift from safety right now. Uh, Watford uh, just beneath. Well, it's Everton who are 17th. Everton are another one who, you know, one of these podcasts, one of these days, we're going to be talking about Marcus Silva getting cut. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it could be in a couple of weeks. Yeah. How's, how's he still got his job? Yeah. Madness. But they're bombing hard. Watford, at least they've got Leicester next. Nice easy game on Wednesday. <laughs> I can't. I'm just looking at the table. I cannot believe Tottenham are fifth now. I swear, the last time I looked at the table, they're exactly. If, How United, is if United had won, uh, yeah. beat Villa, they'd be fifth now. And everyone would be like, "Oh, are they in? Ollie's at the wheel." Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ninth instead. Is United. that still four wins? United. Yeah. Yeah. Bleak, isn't it? That is bleak. When you see it like that, isn't right. it? Have you, Four have victories. You, have you, There's a lot of teams there, so yeah, Shit, they're not doing don't great. Pay attention to the table. It's fake, <laughs> fake <laughs> news, mate. Um, have you owned any Watford players this season, Miles? Not in uh, the fantasy game. I don't think. I, I, I thought everyone would have got them. I had one or two at the start. I had, um, I think I had Cathcart, and then just thought, what am I doing? Cut him loose after about a week. Might have even been my first sub out. I toyed with the idea of Delafeu at the start of the season. I thought, that's, that's a ridiculous idea to do that. <laughs> On uh, the draft game that I play, I had uh, Sarin, you know, who Watford signed in the summer. Oh, yeah. And he did absolutely nothing for the first few, uh, well, he's done barely anything at all, really. 
But he, yeah, he was doing so poorly for me that I just dropped him straight away. But he's the only player I've had any attention towards for Watford this season. But they've been dreadful. I mean, I can't believe you have Dale Fair, to be honest. I know. I'm, well, if I could get out of it now, I probably would. I'd look to transfer him out. I might might even do so. But it's, uh, like I said to you, it was looked like they might have had a slight upturn, didn't it, on those fixtures? when we They were did, like, two good games. Yeah, but it was obviously short-lived. <laughs> and now, now they've sacked the manager, which is a bit like, hmm. They do uh, love sacking managers to Watford. Is, yeah, what's yeah. Javi Gracia doing these days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring him back in. Just Javi recycle and recycle. Yeah. <laughs> They're just messing with the head. <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, it's all right. You can come back in now. You know this group. <laughs> <laughs> they can say that every time. Yeah. Uh, we can segue nicely then onto our teams that we're going to currently look at for game week 15. So I mentioned earlier I'm going to make two subs. I'm going to bring in Sun for Mane and I'm going to bring in... Martin, who you've slagged off uh, for Stecklenburg. And then at least I have a backup goalkeeper that's playing for now. And I can mix and match with Pope a little bit because he's got a bleak two fixtures, two weeks of fixtures coming up. So he's not a long-term goalkeeper, but, you know, it's four million, so who cares? So that's all I'm doing this week. What are you guys looking at doing? I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to stick as I am. No transfers? No. The only, only one I'm looking at really is... Heating in goal, uh, it's always he's a good keeper, but he's only got th- he's got three clean seat sheets this season. I could probably do a bit better. Uh, I I've been really tempted by uh, Gazaniga, but Tottenham haven't like, conceded two of the last two um, Premier League matches. I thought Mourinho would at least solidify them in that regard. So yeah, I'll, I'll leave. I think I'll leave him this season just so I've got two for next week. So I've got yes, yeah, Ju, Maguire, uh, Toby Alderweireld. At the back, going a bit Tottenham heavy now, and then Pulisic, Mane, De Bruyne, Martial, and Ali in midfield, and up front, oh Abraham and Vardy. I doubt Abraham's going to play. So, Lundstrom at home against Newcastle, or Ayew at home against Bournemouth. That could be the difference between top and second. How's uh, how's Martial doing nowadays? I'm not seeing Man United the last couple of weeks. He's still in my team. He's got two points the last two weeks. He's uh, yeah, he's not been great. No, uh, you know he's got all. The, there was a couple of wonderful moments where he, you know skinned a couple of players, drove past them. You're like, wow, uh, the French Messi. But yeah, he just looks. He doesn't look like he enjoys playing football. If I'm honest, really, uh, he goes through those patches, doesn't he? Yeah, I, but then you can guarantee when you least expect it, he will. You know, he'll go and score a hat trick and set up two. Yeah. I think for the price, he's he's still good value because he's playing up front as the number nine. And I can't see why, he, especially with given the United squad depth, he wouldn't be. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, he's not scoring at the rate Rashford is. Rashford's doing brilliantly. And I really want to try and get him in for IU. So my forward line would have the acronym of VAR. Oh, <laughs> very nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, the way it's lined up at the moment, it would actually be Avera, but I would make it work. <laughs> Yeah, Abraham's on a frustrating one, isn't it, at the moment? How, how long, is, he how out long for? is he out for? It just is a TBC like red, isn't he? Or just orange? Hip injury is what it says mm. on the site. Mm. I'm not dropping him because he's because it would just cost me so much more to bring him back because he's gone up so much in price since I picked him. So I'm gonna leave him there for a bit. I might have to almost just to bring in some points somewhere. I just feel a bit like I'm. I feel like every week now I'm, I'm in a, almost a difficult Mary, position it? where it's like my arm's being twisted by someone <laughs> else being a... It's like Pope, you see. I've been Pope in there. This with Man City and... Who have they got? Man City and someone else? 
it's Burn, someone really good the next Tottenham, Tottenham yeah. and then, but then they got Newcastle and Bolton. Yeah, so I could do with swapping him out, but... Uh, He's going to get lots of save points. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those situations where you know that, you know, as long as they don't concede four or five, if they concede one or two, he's going to get a shitload of save points. It's yeah. just how many they actually bag. I think Man City, you'd, you'd think they'll score a few there. But we've had some games this season, haven't we, where I think everyone thought that they were going to not let 10 pass Southampton after Leicester, not nine past them. But then was it the only kids needed one in that game in the end. Yeah. They yeah. Did really well. So Man City aren't always turning up and scoring. Well, they no, I mean, 2-2 two, two against Newcastle isn't... No, it's not great. Anyone was expecting at all, is it? So, no. And I actually took... I took David Silva out and put Pulisic in, uh, expecting uh, Chelsea would do better than they did. Against West Ham. Yeah, yeah against West Ham. But uh, that didn't really come but to fruition. you're one either. of the few people who's kept faith with Sterling. Yeah, because I do, because I, I, he, he still does play for Man City every time. And I, you can imagine he's pivotal. But, but uh, saying that, but De Bruyne is probably the better pick of well, yeah, Man City that. players. I know that. A yeah. lot of other people know that. It's just, you're a few well, I, seven games. I'm putting fires out in my team every week. I don't have the luxury of being able to... I'm kind of like, there's a lot of stuff I know, but I can't do anything about it. Well, now. I was disappointed with Sterling, but, you know, when he's, he's trying to position himself as a potential Ballon d'Or candidate, is the... that last chance that he had uh, against Newcastle, where he should have been, you know, making that onion bag... Russell, mm. um, or at least sliding it across to whoever was running in, but he just like tapped it to the keeper. I was like, I was really disappointed with that. He should have been absolutely burying that. We have seen that from him though throughout his career, haven't we? That just like lack of ruthlessness um, in front of goal. I thought he got past it. I thought he. I thought, but I was I was really disappointed to see that. Um, really yeah, he's, he's he's cracking, but it's that's just that little differentiator. I think. Yeah, yeah. I've still got KDB and cheaper. Getting more yeah. points. It's a good option. It's yeah, good it's, option. it's definitely. And yeah. he, he smashed that volley at the weekend, like the budget Paul Scholes that he is. Yeah. <laughs> As a Newcastle fan, it's hard to watch, but at the same time, you got to appreciate that sort of goal. Yeah, so it was good. class. Uh, so Keeper got a little touch on it, but <laughs> good effort. <laughs> Another one, actually, in, in a decent performing team that's in my side, but um, I probably would like to swap out for, say, James Madison would be Tillemans. Having seen him, I don't think he is that key player in the Leicester team. I don't think he is that guy who's going to rack up loads of points necessarily. No. I think there's other players in the Leicester team who are much better options than him. So no, I disagree. Solomons would be one. I Compared want to, to Madison. Um, so he's got five less points yeah. than Madison. But I think it's because... And he's 0.9 of a million. You're seduced by the sexiness of Madison because he takes the odd good free kick. I'm all for Madison. He's in my team, no. so I'm team yeah, Madison. He's got, he's got a trendy haircut that you've, you've partially tried to style yourself <laughs> on. <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. I, I watched the game. I watched the Leicester game, and I just I thought Tillemans was just a bit weak. He got he gets himself in really good positions sometimes, but doesn't deliver. Um, yeah, it's for me. It'd be either I'd like to swap him out for Madison or potentially another uh, midfielder who could rack up some more points. I just don't think I don't think he's going to be one of those at the end of the season we're looking at as like oh he's definitely. A fantasy winner. No. It's all about uh, fantasy team. No, I don't think he's a winner, who, who but he, he will be top 10 for midfielders. How much fact. is... Uh, he is top 10. How much is Tillemans? Yeah, he is, but I, I seem to remember... Did he have a week where he got two goals or something? Or yeah, so does everyone. Yeah, but it was just like one match, and then it was loads Distorts of really kind of he's had disappointing. Two, he's had two weeks where he's got double figures. He's got 12 in one week, and he's got 11 in another week. Yeah, was that against Bournemouth and Southampton? He's got a lot of twos and threes. I think his points... Yeah... 
He's always got at least two points, but... But surely Madison must have done pretty much the same, but, well, five more. Three, five... Yeah, it's a bloody same. It's a bit more consistent. Maybe I could just see him doing some more before the end of the season. But, again, I don't know. You start getting these little things, don't you, in your team? Like a team that's not quite firing. I'm looking yeah. for I'm looking for who's to blame. But I, I, I think you'd be else. mad to swap him out for to spend 0.9 of a million more for what is so far five points. Mm. Got big decisions. It's not, like a, it's not like really. I've got the option anyway. Do you so. remember when you used to listen to our advice Todd Can, Todd pre-season <laughs> and ended up top and then stopped listening yeah. to it? And, and I don't <laughs> think that's what happened actually. You're a revisionist. <laughs> Let's wrap this up then. Dave, Sam, thanks very much for joining us today. Listeners, you can get in touch by tweeting your fancy football thoughts with a hashtag UKFFS. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, follow on Spotify, or however you listen to podcasts on your favourite platform. Leave a review if you liked it, and if you didn't, what are you still doing here? Check out Goal for your daily dose of football news from the Premier League and around the world. Thanks for listening.